Welcome back, Dining with UC Dietetics listeners. I hope everyone is doing well. I know this time of year can be difficult, especially if you're a student. The coursework is picking up, the schedule is getting busier, and the only thing on your mind is spring break. I know I'm right there with you. I have a trip planned to go visit my sister, head down south to the Carolinas, and I am super excited to take a break. It feels like I'm dragging my feet in mud right now, trying to finish out this semester. But we got this. The finish line is quickly approaching, and I believe in us. During this time, it is important to focus on nourishing our bodies in all the ways it it deserves. This includes sleep, self-care, time with friends, and most importantly, the food that our body needs for fuel and energy. This can look like a variety of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, protein, fiber, and more, but also listening to those hunger cues and honoring the cravings we are feeling. I know right now I am desperately trying to get my hands on some Girl Scout cookies, so if anyone has a troop that I can support, please, please, please reach out. I am dying to try the new raspberry cookie. It looks delicious, and I really need a taste test of that. And of course, I want my staples, Samoas, Tagalongs, Thin Mints, all of the above. So, I'm trying to find somewhere that I can buy Girl Scout cookies. I know I can order them online. Probably have to pay for shipping. And I find a lot more value when I have a relationship with maybe someone in the troop that I'm supporting. So, I don't know. I've been keeping my eye out, trying to find somewhere, even if it's just outside the Kroger. I am really looking for some Girl Scout cookies. Anyways, enough of me being desperate to find these Girl Scout cookies. Today's topic is going to be a very intense one. Food freedom. What is it? How does it affect us? The importance of it? Everything. I'm excited to dive in and share this strong message with you all. I'm now here with a UC Dietetics student, and I don't know about you, but I feel very passionate about this topic, and I'm thrilled to get started. But before, I want to give you a moment to introduce yourself. My name is Julia Gillenwater. I am the president of the Student Dietetics Association, and I am a second year in the Nutrition and Dietetics program. All right. So before we um, dive in, do you have any spring break plans since it's like a week and a half away? Honestly, I'm just working as of right now. Um, I'm trying to like find some plans and like do something fun, just because it's been such a busy semester and a stressful semester. So I want to do like something relaxing. Yeah, I personally am letting myself go somewhere. I usually like stay back and work. I need the money, but I'm going um, down south to visit my sister and like taking a couple stops on the way, which will be nice and won't be too expensive since. I'll be staying with her at her home part of the time. So I'm excited to, like, finally relax and set school aside, even though I'm sure there will be schoolwork to be done. But Are you flying down there? No, I'm driving. Okay. So it's not too bad. We're stopping in Asheville, North Carolina, which is actually only five and a half hours away. And then from there, my sister actually has to be in South Carolina for school. She has a lecture there, so – I'm going to go to Charleston for a couple of days, see her, and then 
head back north to Wilmington, North Carolina, where she lives to spend a couple of days there. So it's a lot of driving, but splitting it up enough that I don't think it'll be too bad. And I'm going with my boyfriend and two of our friends, so it'll be fun. So fun. Yeah. Okay, so it's time. Let's get started. So to start, what is your definition of food freedom? Because this can look different for everyone. So I want to hear how you define, like, what does that mean to you? Um, so food freedom is something that I've really, like, been trying to work on, Mm -hmm. especially, like, in high school is when I found myself getting into nutrition, but not in the healthiest way ever. Um, so my journey with food freedom has been, like, pretty, pretty recent, probably since, like, junior year of high school. But to me, it's being able to eat not only what makes my body feel good, but also be able to have ice cream and not be able, like, not eat the entire pint of yeah. ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just being able to enjoy desserts or whatever food it may be and just not feel guilty about it um, and just not hold much moral value to food. Yeah, I think I agree a lot with what you said. For me, it means being in tune with your body and like being able to honor those cravings that you're having. Um, and I think I definitely lean towards more of the intuitive eating side of things. Um, and being able to set yourself up for success in advance. So like knowing if you have a busy day or that like, for example, we both said we're hungry before this meeting and with my food freedom, I should have planned ahead and like had food to eat so that when I go home, I am able to not like just indulge a bunch and I can like fuel my body appropriately, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I think it really comes down to planning your day for success and like having those moments where you can know in advance, like I have this meeting, I need to make sure, even if you're not hungry, like, before, but no, you don't want to let yourself get to that point where your stomach is growling and you're miserable. Definitely, and I found, like, my freshman year of college, it was the first time where I was super busy all the time, and, like, I didn't have someone telling me what to eat, um, not what to eat, but, like, my mom wasn't always making food for me, so I really had to figure out like okay I need to pack snacks I because I found myself like in classes getting hungry yeah. but I didn't have the snacks packed um so just like learning about that mm-hmm. and, like has been a huge win yeah today I had a really big moment of what I would say is like food freedom intuitive eating because I I actually do have my dinner packed but I just wasn't hungry enough to eat it um because I had eaten like a later lunch but I've had class since 9 a.m and I ate a big breakfast and then I was in my 9am and I was like I am hungry like I should not be hungry right now I was like but I'm gonna eat something so I had a protein bar and then I went to the gym and I was like so hungry during it I was like what in the heck so then I ate a banana (laughs) it's just like I have to plan like to have all those snacks with me otherwise I don't know what I would have done today because I got so hungry and I feel like if that happened to me in high school, I would have been like, oh my gosh, like I'm eating way too many calories, yeah. but like your body needs different things at different times. Yeah. Like, or I would have been like, what can I eat to not feel hungry anymore, but it, but it'll satisfy me, but 
not add up to those calories in high fat content or carbs yeah. because I was like afraid of oh my gosh me those too. Yeah. yeah I I can't even really think of now like what kind of snacks I would go for during those times because I I've tried to like block that out since I think I've had such good improvement now but I remember just like eating half of a protein bar I'm like yeah. why didn't I just eat the whole thing yeah. like that's the protein is what is going to fill me up but right. Okay, so moving on, with food freedom, I think the freshman 15 can be applied to it. And I know we had a brief like conversation about that a couple weeks ago. Um, and for many, this is inevitable because we are growing into our adult bodies. And we some people, I think, associate freshman 15 with, like, quote-unquote, letting yourself go, letting loose. Um, but... That the reality is that that probably isn't what's happening. Um, so what are your thoughts on the freshman 15 and how do you accept it? So before coming to college and even I feel like halfway through my freshman year, I always associated the freshman 15 with like a negative connotation. Um, and as I have had, I've been really lucky to have like such wonderful roommates and they're my best friends, but we've had many conversations about how like, we are growing into our adult bodies um, and we're changing so much like we are adult women now that I'm not going to still fit in the same jeans as I did when I was 17 years yeah. old um, and that was a really hard thing for me to come to terms with especially since I feel like many people don't talk about it mm -hmm. like they talk about gaining weight during puberty but they don't talk about gaining weight in your early 20s yeah um, and I think that people can do all of the quote-unquote right things in college, like work out, eat well, but you're still going to gain that weight because yeah. you are an adult now. Yeah, and with that comes like your metabolism slows and not because it's your fault that is happening. That is just like those things that happen and our bodies truly are changing and it just so happens to be that it's associated with college. Like it, there's no correlation there. I mean – I'm sure there are some scenarios where, like, people are changing their lifestyle that goes to weight gain, but for the majority, it really is just a association that has no positive correlation. <laughs> Definitely. And I think when you come to college, you are submerged in a whole different culture. Yeah. Like, there, there are many times my freshman year, and, like, even now, where my friends will be like, oh, do you want to go get ice cream? Like, yeah. Do you want to go get pizza? And, like... I don't want to say no. Yeah. And like going back to food freedom, like I'm allowing myself to go get ice cream or go get pizza with my friends because I don't want to miss out on those moments. And I don't want to be that friend that's like, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually like have a topic to lead us into that or a question to lead us into that topic a little later on. But I think like letting yourself have those social outings is really important especially if you are in a new city like I know myself not being from the Cincinnati area there have been places that people recommend and I'm like I need to go try that I need Absolutely. to so I like will find myself eating out more which means I'm probably not eating the most whole foods which is completely fine because I am like immersing myself here and learning so much more about the city which I still have never been to UDF Oh my god! And I need to. Yeah. Um. I mean, I love Graders, which it's not just Cincinnati. Which, well, did it start in Cincinnati? 
I think it started in Norwood, which is um, like a little subdivision yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah, because I know like Columbus um, has a graders because that's when I like went to like growing up when we would visit friends in Columbus so I've had graders and I will still go there all the time but UDF I need to try out unpopular opinion but I think UDF is better than graders is UDF um hard like hard ice cream scooped or soft serve um it is hard ice cream oh but I love to do like a milkshake so okay yeah I definitely thought it was soft serve but (laughs) I've never had it like I said Okay, so now let's touch on uh, intuitive eating a little more. So are there any habits you have developed throughout your journey to become more of an intuitive eater? And are there any things you do to be more in tune with your body? Um, So I think going back to not allowing foods to have a moral value, um, for example, like, most people would deem ice cream as, quote-unquote, bad. Yeah. Um, and, like, it is higher in sugar, but also sugar is carbohydrates, which yeah. provides us with energy. Um, and eating too much of anything is a bad thing. Like, if you eat too much broccoli, like, that's yeah. not, that's not yeah. beneficial for anyone. Um, so, just not allowing myself to see foods as good or bad um and also when I'm eating just like listening to my body like when I'm full I try not to eat past that um and yeah that's something I've really been working on is when I'm full I'll eat maybe a couple bites past so that I'm not hungry super quickly after but I used to like make sure I finished my whole plate not necessarily I was making sure I did, but I just would. I loved the food so much, which is fine, but I would feel so uncomfortable after mm-hmm. and then be like, why did I do that? And now I can, like, sit there and enjoy my food, eat slowly, and, like, listen to that fullness. And if I'm at a restaurant, I can take my leftovers to go and then enjoy it again. Yeah. Either a couple definitely. hours later or the next day. And I think that is something um, that I have been working on to really get in tune with my body. But another thing is I – enjoy having a wide variety of foods just in my apartment in the fridge or the pantry like whether it's fresh fruits and vegetables or my favorite is Trader Joe's peanut butter cups like I don't want to restrict myself from having those sweet foods in my home because when I want them I want them (laughs) so I want to just be able to go get them you know I don't want to have to restrict myself like well, if I don't have them in here, then I won't be able to eat them, and that means I won't be eating this excess sugar and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, I want them. I'm going to have them. Right. I feel like I was, I was also very fortunate enough to grow up in a household where my parents allowed me to have dessert, and yeah. they didn't really say anything negative about it, whereas some people come from households where, you know, like the term on TikTok, yeah. like almond mom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I never really grew up thinking, like, this dessert is bad. Yeah. So I think it also, like, plays a role in my childhood, um, where some people may not have that. Yeah, and they're, those people definitely will have a harder time, um, like, making those changes, um, but hopefully, like, the people who have had positive experience with it can be there as, like, a support system for them and, like, help them with that, especially, like, for example, if, not saying one of your roommates did grow up that way, but if they did, living with someone who had that positive home and not, like, um, showing up to them being like, well, my family didn't do that. But just, like, being the person, like, 
well, I think it's a good idea to do this. Like, you know, just have that positive support system. Okay, so as I mentioned before, um, college can introduce new activities with friends, such as like going out and exploring different restaurants in the college town. Um, And this social eating um, that I'm talking about is very important and I think something we all need to accept. So how do you let yourself have nights out with friends and not feel guilty the day after? Um, I think once again, like the moral value of food, like I – when I'm like eating the pizza and ice cream, I'm not thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, this is so bad for me. And also like, I feel like in general, my diet is like pretty healthy yeah. and well balanced. Um, and I've, I've come to like terms, I've come to peace with food. So it's really not something that I've personally struggled yeah. with. Um, Yeah, I definitely think I used to struggle with that. Like, I would go out to eat and only let myself order a salad. But then I'd be asking the person next to me for some of their fries. I'm like, why didn't I just get the fries if that's what I wanted? Um, And I think it's important to know that you don't need to restrict yourself the day of going out to eat to plan for that meal you're going to eat. But you also don't need to restrict and change your habits the day after to make up for what you did. Like, it's a normal day. We have days where we are going to eat more energy-dense foods than we may need. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like, our body relies on that for energy. Like, And your body knows what to do with the food. Um, yeah. So it's really not a huge deal. And, like, to your body, like – when you eat a piece of pizza, like, it's seeing it as, like, carbs, fat, and protein. Yeah, it's so. not seeing it as you are eating a slice of pizza. Yeah. It can be seeing it as the same thing as you're eating pasta, carbs, chicken, protein, some teriyaki sauce with some healthy fats in it. Yeah. Like, I just think nutrition education is a big thing that um, needs to be worked on in society. Like, social media can portray things very poorly. Oh, Um, and people that aren't educated will fall for those things. Um, so that's people like us that hopefully one day we can use that as like a beneficial platform to help educate. Like I had someone at work the other day, which at work people know I'm studying dietetics. So like they'll ask me questions, which obviously I am not like the best person to ask and I can't do a whole lot yet. But, um, someone that was just asking me like about healthy balanced snack ideas and so I was just like telling her what I like to eat but that might not work for her but she was snacking on a bell pepper and I was like well like some protein to that might be beneficial so that like you're not hungry two seconds later when you get back from your next job and it's still not your lunch break um but then someone said like something about an avocado and she said like you're getting all your protein and something else in one <laughs> I was like an avocado doesn't have protein no. in it um so I just think not that she saw that on social media because I had hoped that wasn't on social media but just with that like people just don't even know what is a carb protein or fat heavy food yeah um, which I guess is a, a good thing in the sense that those people aren't over um they're not focusing, hyperfixating on like that. If they really don't know, probably not. But right. I don't know. I think 
hopefully in the future. I mean, I don't think I necessarily want to be a private practice dietitian, but if that route, I did take that or if not, I would love to be able to use social media as a way to educate or have community-based education like seminars because I think that is an area that really needs it. Yeah, and I, I've i seen so many negative videos on TikTok, but I've also seen so many wonderful videos on TikTok from yeah. dietitians, um, like Stephanie Grasso, I believe is her name. She teaches you how to make like your favorite foods more nutritious. Yeah. Like if you're having a slice of pizza, adding some fiber, like a salad yeah. um, and some vegetables with it can help like increase your satiety. Yeah, and I think that's like a great tip and trick like you can have that pizza but if you're trying to be a little more health conscious adding that salad will supply you with those the fiber more vitamins like and all of that and you will feel satiated longer so I think that's great okay so this was a pretty quick episode but I wanted to leave the conversation open for any like in additional mentions you had because I know this is a passionate topic of yours um so I don't want to like hinder you from speaking on anything um like did you have any last minute words of advice or any other experiences you wanted to share um I think like kind of going back to what we were just talking about um something that I have learned like over my years and like my journey with nutrition is it's not really about like in order to be, like, healthier, it's not really about, like, what foods you can take away, but it's more, like, what, what foods can you, can add? you add in. Yeah. Um, so, like, like we had just said, like, the pizza, yeah. like, with the salad, like, you're adding in more foods um, just to, like, increase the fiber intake yeah. and increase your fullness. Yeah, I think that's a great tip because many would look at that in a negative way and say, well, I just shouldn't have the pizza. I should just have the salad. But it's like, no, you can you can have the salad. It's okay. Or like if you have a hamburger, you could have like a side of fruit with it and then add a bunch of veggies on top of it. So I think that is a great um, last mention there. So it was great speaking with you today. And I feel like we had a great conversation. I know it was quick, but um, hopefully we are able to – reach out to some of the listeners and help them with anything that they may have been struggling with um, and conquer anything that you were hoping to today. Uh, There is no right time to start your journey, so start now. Um, The journey doesn't have a timeline. You start it now, and your journey with food will forever exist because having a positive relationship will last forever, and you will constantly be building that and becoming more in tune with your body. We all deserve to have some food freedom in our lives and enjoy that time with family and friends at a restaurant, celebrating someone's birthday, um, holidays, whatever it may be. And as always, thank you for listening and we will be back next month.